Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a better business bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Welcome to this special on location edition of the Christian Car Guy Show. Yes, on location at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville. Come break PETA with us with this amazing selection of Middle Eastern food and dancing and music and people here from all parts of the Middle East. Syria, Jordan, Lebanon, Israel, Egypt, Iraq, Iran, places I never heard of. If you're in the area, come join us. We'll be on location all day. Now sit back and enjoy this special live on-location edition of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Bible, 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 Bible. Negotiations Bible style. Yes, we are live today in Kernersville. And how fun is this? Jesus himself was live on location in the Middle East. You know? <laughs> At one point in time, right, Bob? And the question today on the Christian Car Guy Show, and we're pondering this a lot, and I hope you'll ponder it with us, is when it comes to your vehicle, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. uh, Jesus was pretty clear on that, wasn't he, Bob? John 15, 5, apart from me, what can you do? Nothing at all. And I've found that out so many times, and especially this week. I got a very clear message. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute. So, yes, we're here on location of the Middle Eastern Christian Festival. In fact, we have Majid with us. Majid, you are from? Iran. Iran. Nice to meet you all. And how long have you been here in the United States? 21 years. 21 years. And you are a member here at the yeah. Friendly Arabic Christian Church? Yes, one in 2000, and the God uh, revealed it to me. Just talk to me. Just release your... The, Belief that you used to and accept me as your savior since that and I'm attending the the churches I went to the different churches and I get to know this church back 2004 since that uh, I'm keep coming over here So when you were ra- when you were born in Iran 
Yes, I born in Kuwait, raised and grew up in Iran and Kuwait both. And so were you brought up Muslim? Yes, Shia, fundamental, radical Muslims, not terrorists, just, just uh, you know, very uh, conservative Muslims for my belief. And so when you heard God come through Jesus Christ here, you know, that was not an easy thing for your family. I no, would. we always, as Muslims, we, we believe that the Jesus was a prophet and that Jesus didn't die. Somebody else looked like him crucified. All right. And then uh, the one that the old lady told me, you want Jesus come to your heart? So I told him, Jesus can't come to my heart, but it's Jesus is prophet. This is like me and you used to be. He says, no, Jesus is God. I said, well, if he thinks it's going to come to my heart easily, let it come. And the same night, same day, baptized by Holy Spirit, and I accept the Christ. Simple as is. And which is a heavy-duty thing it's in, heavy in duty your culture. Uh, it is a, it's heavy-duty in my culture that if you convert to different belief, which is, I believe, Christianity is not religion. It's the belief. It's relationship. If you convert it, you will be hanged and crucified. As well, they they're gonna hang you. So they call you uh, heretic. So. Yes, and we have got again. If you can come join us, if you're in the area today in the Kernersville, North Carolina area, you come out to Wicker Road, and believe me, you will be amazed because the neat thing is you have Majid here. From he's from Iran, but he's sitting about two stations over from. The people in Israel, because they're Israel. part of the Middle East, and then we have Iraq, and we have people from Kuwait, we have people from Lebanon, we have Lebanon, people from Egypt. Jordanians, Syrians, Egyptians, um, the different backgrounds on uh, Middle East there are here. And it's absolutely free admission, free absolutely. parking. There are so many attractions, there's stuff for your kids to do, there's all sorts of reasons. We even have stuff to give away. Yeah, we're doing that almost as to the... I think this is seven years or eight years executive year continue we doing that so we successfully and the food Bob it's a treat isn't it it's an awesome treat uh, I look forward to coming every time yeah they have these things they look like there's hummus I know there's these these stuff that's Kabuli. wrapped in that's wrapped in kebab kebab that grapevine oh man it's just amazing so by all means if you're hungry this afternoon what a, what an opportunity to come out to kernersville and join us but as we were talking about in the christian car guy realm how do you abide in christ when it comes to your car so yes we have some car prayers to share and how you can be a grace car driver bob has a tip for that one yes sir but we need your input you're sitting there today going well this is how i abide in christ when it comes to my vehicle well how do you do that what's your tip call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. If you're digitally gifted, you know, your tip might help thousands abide in Jesus. Or maybe there's a story like you just heard from Majid on how you abide in Christ, how that happened in your life, how that became a radical change for you, because it is for every single person. We said it's heavy duty in his culture. Well, honestly, Bob, it's heavy duty in our culture, isn't it? It is for sure, and uh, it's just amazing how that message came to my ears, and uh, I'm looking forward to sharing that in a little while. So what did it feel like for you? 866-348-7884.
tell us your story of abiding in Jesus. 866 is the phone number to call. I'll say it slow. My kids always say I say it too fast. 866-348-7884. The toll-free call, and we got plenty of lines open, and we would love to hear from you. Now, for me, I have to, to share this one story. If I was abiding in my car one time, I was on my way back from the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville, Tennessee that year, and I'm driving back across the mountains in Tennessee, and I am praying, God, I know you want more out of the Christian Car Guy show than what we're doing. And I have the sense that, and what can we do? And I'm praying, and I'm praying, and I'm asking God, and I'm listening at the same time, as you might imagine, Howard, to Christian radio. And... As I'm listening to Christian radio, these men are on there, and they're talking about that on the weekends, they have a team that goes out the first Saturday of every month to single moms and widows. Now, they wouldn't go by themselves, but they would go out as a team, and they would help a single mom or widow with repairs on their gutters, or maybe they had some plumbing issue or whatever it would be, but as a team, they would go out there. And as I was listening to this, I thought... God, is this what you're telling me? We need to do this through the Christian Car Guy Show. We could create something for single moms and widows. And thus was born the Jesus Labor Love, which is car repair for single moms and widows and families in crisis across the country. And, you know, we get involved with this every week. And, you know, it was part of how I abided with Christ that day in the car, and that was in 2011. It was in February 2011. But just this week... I have to tell you this quick story because it, it all has to do with abiding. <laughs> As we're abiding today. Uh, I had a, a an application come in from a lady. I won't even tell you the state because she was a victim of domestic violence. And so she was under protection. I couldn't even get her last name. I got the reference information so I could see, you know, who and where and all that was involved. But this lady was literally on the run from her husband. And she, her car was broken down. It was making this horrible clicking noise. I thought it was a CV joint based on what, it, what she was explaining to me. But what I knew is that she knew, she knew nobody in the area because she was in a strange area. This man was clearly still stalking her. They had police all over looking for him. It was a, it was a situation. And so I just, she couldn't send me her address, Bob. So I said, well, just send me the zip code. <laughs> if you send me the zip code, then I can Google find a good somebody in the area right so here you are you're praying lord i need your help because i don't know anybody in this area of the country not a soul i don't know a soul for probably 300 miles from where she was and the first people i called the man was actually pretty rude and i thought well this isn't a good connection here so i'm going to say okay well thank you for your help and so i called another one which was a tire company and talked to a man, and I told him the situation, and he made it late. And his name was Job, Bob. J-O-B-E. Job. <laughs> so I, I feel like I had to be in the right place if I'm there talking to Job. <laughs> Here's your sign, huh, brother? And brother. Job said, Robbie, I'll check, her out. I'll, I'll check her car out for free. You just get her over here, and we'll find out what's going on. And what was going on was that her emergency brake had stuck and completely worn out the brakes on the car. And so she needed, like, what was $600 worth of stuff. And, Rotors. And, oh, yeah, you know the whole situation. And it was really, it was like way more than I could even swallow. But he said, I'll try to work with you on a price. You you do what you can do, and we'll talk to her. Well, I hear the music in the background, man. We got to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to hear the rest of this story, find out what our appraisal is by the Real Black Book. We're going to hear more from Majid. 
from Iran. We're going to find out where in Iran, and we're going to find out more from Bob. But most of all, I need to hear from you. What was the way that you abided in Christ? 866-348-7884. So much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Show. Today we are live on location at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville, North Carolina. Because this location is, a, is awesome with culture. And one of the reasons that we're here today, Majid, is to really give folks another face of the Middle East. People see Middle Eastern people and they naturally think they're all Muslim. And they naturally have all these different thoughts in their mind. But there's a Christian face to the Middle East, and when you see it here all combined in a festival like this, it's really wonderful, isn't it? Yes. And so that's what you guys are... Can you kind of explain to our listeners why you guys do this every year? Well, as I said, I mentioned, we were talking about it. That's It's, it's the goal. It's bring the people to Christ, get to know them, who they need to believe that, that who's going to be... to trust them. And uh, if you're looking for salvation, the Christ is over there. There's no questions. There's no explanation. I don't, I'm not a uh, uh, what do you call preacher or explanations. I don't know anything to explain. But what I'm saying that from my experience, I believe that Christ the way to get the, the point you are looking for your uh, eternity life. There you go. And, and you know... Bob, one of the things that I just amazes me about this every year is we hear all these amazing stories and we see how God is working around the world, but he's sometimes just working right in our own presence. Like in the story I was talking about the Jesus labor love, I needed to finish, actually, because I bet a bunch of people are wondering. So the good news was that we got it to where we could get this car fixed for 300 We could get it to where it was drivable. Not completely fixed, but where she could get her, and she had a child that she was driving around in the car, and the car was not drivable, it was not safe, for $325. And, you know, we'd had some donations. We were hoping to get some donations last week for the lady that was living in her car, and none, none had come in. So I'm just praying, God, I don't know what we're going to do to meet these needs. And all of a sudden, a donation came in for $250. And we were able to meet this need for this lady. And you should have heard her the, the sound of her voice when she was able to drive her car and get her child around, trying to find a job in a new location and all that was going on in her life. And you can see, you know, that she... I got to tell you this part of the story. When I was waiting to find the other money, I got a text from her that says, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I only have so much for my light bill and so much for my power bill, and I'm just, I just don't know what to do, and I'm praying, and I'm praying, and I'm praying, but I know God is going to provide for this. Well, during the time that I didn't know that, she went to go get ready to leave in her car. I got the other donation in that would make, make it happen for her so that it would be paid for. <laughs> Pretty awesome stuff, brother. And when Lord she came back, provide. she said, I was, I was praying, and then all of a sudden, here it was. And it was so clear to me that Jesus was the hero of the story, which was the whole idea that Jesus labor love is, is God comes through for people. And it happens time and time again, and he did in your life this week, Paul. 
Brother, your obedience uh, with this program is its just amazed me. The first time you approached me about it, it just sounded like a great idea. And, and I'd heard of uh, guys going and working on people's houses and, and helping out with yard work and stuff like that. But I never heard of you know the car thing, and it was just such a miraculous idea you had, and and it has flourished, and you've helped so many people with the program, and uh, you know I just hope that people will realize how helpful it is, and and how much you know we're spreading the gospel and showing God's love by helping these ladies out with their cars, and uh, jump in behind us with some donations and uh, help keep us where you know where we can be helpful to folks yeah because we do still have that lady who's living in her car and we have other needs for that car that i was just describing and so you can you can go online to christiancarguy.com which by the way you can find out where we're out here in kernersville today and come join us you can find out all about the festival but you can see a place to donate there at christiancarguy.com as well as you can go to the jesus i mean you can just mail in a check to Jesus Labor Love. It's 238 Sara, S-A-U-R-A Lane. Am I saying that right, Bob? Yes, sir. 238 Sara Lane in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. 27107. 27107. Again, Jesus Labor Love, 238 Sara Lane, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, 27107. But, Bob, there was something that actually went on in your life as well this week that you were you were by it yes sir brother uh this week i i'd had some uh, really big issues work in itself is an issue every day it's just uh it has work has its own level of stress and anxieties and everything and and i can handle that if everything else is in balance in my life and um, but I let my life get a little bit out of balance, and um, I was just just not at a great point in my life, and I absolutely was I was distressed, and um, I was concerned about my son, and I was really down about that. And a dear friend of mine that lost his daughter to addiction showed up, and um, he was talking to me about my issues, and I feel free to open up to him, you know, guy to guy kind of thing. And he asked me, he said, you know, Bob, have, have you told Lori about it, your your wife? I said, Lord, no, you know, I, I want her to think everything's fine and all this. And uh, I just, you know, had, hadn't thought about opening up to her. Well, as soon as uh, five minutes after he left, I was talking to my wife and I went ahead and confessed to her, uh, you know, where I was in my mind and, you know, how bad my heart was hurting and, and how how I needed help, and uh, I went ahead and confessed that to her, and my friend had also asked me about the help I'd got in the past, and uh, I contacted those folks, and I opened up to my wife about it, and then shortly thereafter, uh, Robbie Dillmore came by and visited with me, and it's like the Lord just pelted me with friends and healing, and, and I was just instantly you know, relieved of my stress and my depression and everything. And uh, it was just a great day for me all of a sudden. And uh, it all came from opening up and sharing with the people that were closest to me uh, about my problems instead of trying to just man up and handle it all myself. You know, again, it's all a part of 
being a brother in Christ, to know that, hey, you got people you can share this with. You don't have to go it alone. Whether you're abiding in your car or you're abiding at work tomorrow or you're abiding in a Middle Eastern Christian festival, we got all that. Well, we need you to call to tell us how you do it. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUE. So much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Welcome back to this very uh, Middle Eastern edition of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Today we are at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville, North Carolina, on location with Majid and Salim and Kaleem and Kareem and all these people that, uh, believe me, we've had them on here before. It's amazing to hear their stories and to hear how they're abiding in Christ. And we would love today to hear how you are abiding in Christ. You call us with how you do that in your car. What is your tip on how to be a grace car driver? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUE. So, Majid, when you were, you've been here for 20 years. How old were you when you left Iran? Uh, well, actually, when Kuwait invaded by Iraq back 90, I was there. And I had to go to Iran for four years after nine months exited trying to get the visa to get here so I came here in 1994 end of the 94 so it's almost like 20 years 21 two three years so were you driving back in the days when you were around yeah so you you have to share <laughs> what is driving like in Iran versus driving in... Well, that's absolutely. The, the driving in Iran is a little bit complicated and uh, it's going to be hectic for those uh, 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 tourists go over there. They're not, they're not going to drive at all. They're going to freak out. But again, it's um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's to totally different. Again, fingers is not the same. So the culture is not the same. The driving is not the same as U.S. Here, more organized, more um, actually managing, or probably the cultural. I'm gonna say that the cultural is different than. than and so, it's a wild thing to drive. It's here, interesting. Right? Just gonna put it there. Interesting. It's so you gotta see that. You're not gonna say that. Oh, they're gonna kill each other by driving. No, no, no. You're gonna see that how they are export in the driving. Mean, meanwhile, in the traffic-wise, like put it in New York. New York or Chicago, when you drive, it's too hectic to traffic. They are zigzag together. It's the same as over the big cities. Like that. And so, what what kind of cars did they have? Do you remember what what was the cool car? If you See, were in, that's the funniest. That's funniest things that always people say. Do you have a car over there? Do you have a refrigerator over there? I said, well, we are living in the twenty first century. Don't expecting us riding the horse and donkey over there anymore <laughs> those are stone age right? so uh, the people I'm gonna say that people some of them or percentage of people they don't have a uh, education or they're not educating themselves about the others countries history and geography so it's good a little bit to know, a little bit teeny tiny get to know that rather than just go there to embarrass yourself. Oh, I didn't know that you have a car. Oh, I didn't <laughs> know that you are not riding donkey or horse and stuff. You know that? Well, what kind of car did you have? Well, actually, my dad will basically 
were driving dad's cars. It was Tura Carina, 1978. A Toyota? 1978. 78 Corolla. Carina. Carina. Carolla and Carina. He brought it from Kuwait while he was living in Kuwait. And uh, we still have it sitting in the house. We're using it too. So Bob, have you ever on? Uh, have you ever seen a Carina? <laughs> it's I, similar to the Corolla. Just put it. This I can't say that I have. It's not in the U.S. So there's that, there are cars. We've had a Cressida. We've had a Cressida now. Yeah, Cressida and Corolla. We still have it, but again, Carina. It's brothers of the Corolla, and uh, we had it. We still have it. And you? Uh, so you've never crushed one. <laughs> Never, I can't. If I did, I didn't realize what I was crushing at that time. Nothing. So, you know, you can picture yourself driving around in Kuwait or in Iran. You can picture yourself driving in New York. Maybe you live in New York. Maybe you're driving today in Seattle, Washington. How do you abide in Christ while you're under the traffic? And 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 Bob, you gave us a pretty good tip today you know one of the ways you can be a grace car driver how do you abide in christ the first time you said grace car driver i thought you said a race car driver that's and right. i'm like that's not really the point robbie <laughs> and, and then i realized that you had said grace and to drive around and show god's grace behind the wheel when the person behind beside you may be telling you you're number one uh with not necessarily the uh right hand signals and and people get really excited out there. And I used to be so aggressive in my driving, and I was a horn blower and uh, um, a whipper, whipping out of this lane into the other lane. And and I finally heard it one day. Somebody said, "If you will drive, just as if Jesus Christ is sitting in that passenger seat, it will improve your driving. It will improve your attitude. It will improve your mental disposition." It'll improve the way you handle people's, uh, other people's driving and help you stay calm because you're not going to do hand signals, uh, inappropriate hand signals <laughs> if Jesus Christ is sitting in the car with you. And if everybody would drive just like the, the master himself was right there in the car with you, uh, it'll just improve everything about your driving. I'm not going to say I'm perfect driver now and uh, that I'm exactly where I need to be and that I've accomplished all I need to accomplish, but I have a better attitude about driving, and it is so much less stressful for me uh, by using that single little tip there. Well, when we, you know, had a question that we did years ago, we had people call in. We say, you know, what is it that you can do to react to that? person that's texting and driving that's right in front of you what what is it that you can do to react to that you know person that just flew by you in a motorcycle and you saw them just change over three lanes you know and you're and you're thinking to yourself oh man you know i hope a policeman comes around the corner or whatever it is that you may be thinking um how is it that you can react gracefully to that is a great question and my mother, actually, years ago, called in with the answer that after we did a whole show like this, and she called in and she said, well, what you do, son, because <laughs> she knew I struggle with the same thing, is she said, you pray for them. You're sitting there, and, and 
that one piece of insight my mother gave me years ago, I cannot tell you how many times I just this week there was a man that I don't know how fast he was going by me on a motorcycle, and I saw him do some stuff. I was like, man, that's not good. But I immediately went to prayer to think I can't do anything else but pray for the man because he, he, you know, he's really endangering his life. It's scary to watch that and stuff. others. Yeah. And others. Yeah, that's the part about it. Sometimes we don't realize that we're only endangering ourselves when we drive inappropriately, but we're endangering others around us. And, uh, you know, so many people just don't take a minute to think, you know, and it's not going to help them get there that much faster either. So there is that kind of abiding where you're in the heat of the moment kind of thing, but then there's an overall kind of abiding. And, and I've... I, I thought through some of these car prayers, I call them, that, you know, I want to glorify God with my car. How is it that I can go about doing that? And, you know, one of the most interesting things, as I find, and so few people are truly, including me, I have to really work hard at being grateful. Grateful for a radio show that where I can talk to people like you today, but grateful for a Christian festival here you know middle eastern christian festival but how about just grateful for the lord has provided a car that i'm not on a horse or a donkey and you know really as i get into my car thinking god this is really cool that i have old red which i do and i believe me every time it starts with almost four hundred thousand miles on it i'm thanking god i'm like wow it, you know here, here we go, go again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know there's just a grateful heart to say you know i i wonder how many things that i come up short in that particular way of abiding of just truly being grateful and then you know i begin to thought think about this through the lord's prayer right that his kingdom would come, and what you described as if Jesus is sitting there with you, his kingdom would come into your car, but that his kingdom would come through what it is that I'm fixing to do here. You know, am I on a mission that is, you know, in any way going to expand the kingdom or whatever? So think about how many trips that you've taken over the last month or two where you had sort of a captive audience, Right? I got to go take my daughter to Yadkinville this week. And that discussion that we had for that 45 minutes is a real opportunity, right, to bring the kingdom of God when you have a captive audience. You had one this week too, didn't you, Bob? I did. Uh, but your, your statement about the attitude of gratitude is the best healing medicine in the world. So many times when I'm having my worst day, it's when I'm caught up on myself. And if I'll just be grateful that I can help people and, and get on with what he wants me to do instead of stewing about myself and, and find somebody to help. That That is the best medicine for me and being grateful for what he's done for me. It's, uh, well, we got to go to another break. I'm sure you hear that wonderful music in the background. If you could smell the food, oh, my world. And I just had this coffee. You might have thought it was serpentine, but it was actually coffee. <laughs> Good this stuff was awesome. And it's some waiting on you. Come join us in Kernersville. When I cannot stand, I'll fall on you. Jesus, you're my hope and stay. Lord, I need you. 
Welcome back to a Middle Eastern edition of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Today, we are live on location at the Middle Eastern Christian Festival in Kernersville. I'm sure you hear the wonderful music in the background. We're drinking Turkish coffee, which is out of this world. It's waking us up, isn't it, Bob? Yes, sir. It's got a little kick to it. Got a little kick to it. But if you're sitting right here where I'm sitting, you can look and you can see the smoke coming up from the kebabs and smell all those wonderful smells. And then I see a tent over here with people from Syria. And then that flag right there, Majid, where is that? Iraq. Iraq. That's the Iraqi flag. And then over here we have Israel. What's Is that Egypt, that flag? Egypt, Jordanians, Syrians, the Bissai. And then to the first uh, things, that's the... Welcoming tent. And so the the town I, that you grew up in, in Iran. Yeah, I grew up in Kuwait. You grew up in Kuwait. How big was what town was it in Kuwait? Just you can just make a round Kuwait for within five six hours. That's it. That's, that's it. Kuwait is not too big. So it's all kind of one big city. Yeah, big city, but it different uh, neighborhood they call Kuwait City is in central of the Kuwait which is making those businesses, financials, all stuff, and other neighborhoods, they call it, call them by name, like, say, or, or Brassfield, all is the same as this one. Um, but I, I, my dad's hometown is Isfahan, center of Iran, and I also went to school over there until, uh, I guess, the 10th grade, and then I went back to court. So when you came over to the United States and you've been a member here at the Friendly Arabic Church in Kernersville for some time, I'm wondering what you saw that you were like, wow, God, I never would have thought my life would be here and what, what that felt like. Well, the first one I came, actually, I was working that neighborhood and I never uh, thought one day I'm going to attend the Arabic Church. I've seen the signs as a welcoming in different languages. Ahlam wa means welcome. And I'm wondering, is it any church over here or not, or they are accepting people that who speak in Arabic too? So never been there. It's past six years when I was in the U.S. and before, even though I accepted Christ, I never attended. After that, um, two years after, prior to that, I accepted Christ and attended different American churches. Um, incidentally, uh, one of the uh, Salim's friend asked. Um, if you want a job, work for um, one of the Lebanese guys, which is Salim, right. and he's the, a member of the church. And um, I came and worked for him, and uh, he knew that I'm uh, accepting Christ, and uh, welcoming so deeply and invited me to the church, and I went there, and since that 2003 or four, I don't remember exactly, I've been attending to the church, which used to be in Greensboro right now. They've been here for seven years, so I'm coming here seven years. And does, are there times that people come in because they recognize this culture and they go, wow, that looks like people that speak my language and that kind of thing that are actually... Are, well, it's, it's not that It's not that one. They, they would love to you know, communicate with their own language, people, but again, the whole purpose, it's hard to to introduce Christ to them because the, the belief they have it doesn't let them go what you need to believe and they are sticking their 
tradition. They have so, some very deep traditional roots. Yes. Huh? So, what would your recommendation to be to friends that are or that have friends from Syria or from? Um, the whoever has it, whoever speaking, whoever right now listening to that one, the first things that the the the, the Christ taught us to have in love of each other. So, get to know a person, have a love for them, get to know you, and then from that through the process. God will be touched their hearts soon. You just plant the seed. And pray. And he does and exactly abide. exactly. And he does the, the rest of it. Doesn't mean that you need to leave them alone. No, be stick with friends with them. Try as, as best as you do. Can do that and again keep your praying and uh, be 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 with them all the time. And if you found that with your own family, um, I am struggling with my mom and sisters, which is they are back home, but always talking about Christ to them, make sure that they're looking for the salvations to eternity life. It's as hard, it's very painful for me that my mom and sisters still not believing in Christ, but they are welcoming me that I'm Christians. They're not hating me they are not threatening me they are not rejecting me they are welcoming they, me all the they time. accept you absolutely big that's time that's awesome and they have they don't have any problem and also the, the boundary we have between the family it's strong it's never gonna so work. those listening we can be praying for majid's family yes. for his mother for his sisters because you know just this week i heard great news from my own family i won't share necessarily who but Somebody that I've been praying for a long time, long time in my um, family, I heard it come to the Lord, and was was it's just amazing thing that God God does that. Well, I wanted to share a little bit. I told you last week about this book I'm reading, um, Julian of Norwich, uh, her 16 Div Divine Revelations of Love. It was the first book written in English by a woman. It was translated, or she wrote it, and she was English in Norwich in 1375 but she was dying of the bubonic plague in 1375 and she saw Christ and again in those days everybody in England was Catholic I mean everybody in Europe was Catholic the, the um, Reformation hadn't happened and so she is getting the last rites and she sees his crucifix above her head and it bleeds and she actually begins to see these things of God and at first it sounds like Woo, I don't know about this but the more you read it, the more you realize that this lady had an encounter with Jesus Christ. And this lady is sharing with you the things that he taught her. And she clearly, clear. I mean, for me, it couldn't be more clear how her the love that she had for God and what he was showing her. And she really kept lamenting the fact that she couldn't abide in him constantly. If you're like me, in the morning you get up and you pray and you do these things and and you maybe read your Bible, I hope you do, and then you feel like, wow, I'm close to God. But about 15 minutes down the road, I get to work, you know, Howard calls in, whatever happens, and or <laughs> I can't get my computer to set up for the remote I'm doing, and I'm just totally not abiding at that point in time. And she was really frustrated with that. And, 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 she, and she said, God, why is it I can't get it, I can't get it? And he showed her this picture that I wanted to share with you today that I thought was so glorious. It was a picture of a Lord and a servant. And the Lord, she said, was such a person that was as gracious and wonderful and had this wonderful smile. And 
demeanor, and this servant really came to him and said, I really, really want to serve you, and I, I want to go do something, and whatever it was that he sent him to go do, he immediately fell in a big mud pile, and he cut himself, and he got hurt, and he was struggling, and he couldn't get out, and he, he couldn't serve the Lord. This was a Lord in, of, of those days in England, right? You're seeing a Lord and a servant. And she said, can you see how this, the Lord is so blessed by this servant and how hard he's trying in spite of the fact that he's getting covered in mud and he's hurting and all this, that he's, he's showing him grace. And that's how the Lord feels when he sees your heart take off in the morning and you're trying to serve, but it doesn't take long and you fall in the mud <laughs> and you get cut up and there you are. I believe it's Paul, wasn't it, that wrote the things I want to do that I can't and, uh, I can't remember the scripture. It's I'm Romans chapter 7, right. That I want to do, I don't do, and that that I do want to do, <laughs> that I don't want to do. There you go. Yeah, it's the whole battle. But she was given this picture of grace. And I have a dear friend, Adam Draper, who's given another picture of grace that you can see these things. So we're so blessed that you joined us today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Again, if you're still in the Kernersville area or in North Carolina somewhere, we wish you'd come join us here. And we've got a lot more coming up from the Middle Eastern Christian Festival here on the Truth Network. But thank you for listening to Christian Car Guy Show. Remember, Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. So slow down. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show.